Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And you can tell our friends And they can have my things when we're dead But we gonna live forever we gonna live forever Welcome to the Boys Cast Boys, 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 boys Accidentally boys, 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 boys. four boys Back from Dallas, of, which was a nightmare What was people doing? Loving accidentally four boys <laughs> Yeah, well the first segment is accidentally three boys But before... <laughs> <laughs> just want to apologize to the Dallas situation. Basically, the venue canceled two, a day before. We scrambled, found one venue to do one show, which was packed. But then I was just getting like 20 DMs a day being like, hey, I'm at the venue. We tried to get the word out. I can't believe that the fucking venue was not emailing people. They like, did. They emailed everyone, but some people didn't have their email were, attached to whatever. And basically, the gist was uh, the guy hired his brother-in-law to come do the plumbing. No, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what happened. But I mean, the, if anybody's to blame, it's the the fire department. The city, yeah. The Dallas Fire Department for saying, look, if there's a fire during this comedy show, which there most certainly would be, just because you're fucking, you know, it's so fire, so fire. Well, and then, Dallas, and then they were like, everybody will die. Well, the the fire department showed up, and they were more concerned with getting their calendars out there than they were with my show. I got my my calendar autographed by them, though. It was in, yeah, 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 uh, Mister Mister October. <laughs> so anyways we me and danny stayed out there and went to the fair which fucking stunk yeah the texas, <laughs> texas state fair which was really state texas state fair had a lot but thing. i'll say this we went to dueling pianos which was okay Dueling we went, pianos was fun and we went to uh, the state fair which was garbage basically the state I don't like activities, period, that much. Yeah. But like this one, everywhere you looked, it was a. There was a lot of weekend dads that on, on their last <laughs> straw. The one guy, he was. It was like a meme. The guy was standing there, and his the, his daughter was just kicking him in the leg, and yeah. he was just standing there taking it. And then at one point, he just sighed and put his hands in his head because this guy did not want to be at this fucking fair. Broken it, down, man. Broken down, and they were scam artists at the fair too. Because two, the biggest thing was they go. Okay, so you'd only buy things with tickets. Okay, and then I go, what about the games? They're like, yeah, tickets as well. So I bought pretty abundant supply of tickets because I was going to hit the games. Then you go over to the games. They go, oh, yeah, it's a different ticket for the game. And game. you can't get rid of the, the thing. is, There's no, like, oh, returning the tickets. It's a real fucking racket. Too. Everything was a racket. The other thing that but was- But the returning the tickets and then people were trying to sell their tickets desperately because it was like, they're like, the fair was ending for the year. Yeah. So they're like, they're trying to unload their tickets. and like. Then on top of that- the first ri- the ride I went on, it goes, oh, it's like a high rise that takes you to the other side and back. And then it takes, it took me literally the other side, which is a mile away. And then I get off and then they go, get off. And I go, 
Oh, yeah, I, I wanted to end where I started. And they no. go, no, it just goes to the other side of the fair. And then if you want, you can pay again to go back. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Everything's a scam. With these people, I got to the, the, they closed beers at 10 p.m., bought a beer at 9.50, waited in line for the beer. And then the girl goes, oh, yeah, beers are shut up. I go, yeah, well, we paid for it 10 minutes ago. She goes, I just took the taps off. And I go, yeah, you're holding them in your hands. You can put them back on. She goes, once they're off, they're off. Once I go, they're off, they're off. <laughs> I, was, I literally. My, I, honestly, <laughs> highlight of the fair was, leaving with zero tickets i was able to spend exactly the tickets <laughs> i was so. reluctantly going on crappy rides again at the end i just bought two bottles of coke to just get rid of, yeah, a few yeah. of them for eight eight dollars a piece <laughs> your fares fucking suck yeah the only time i would say a fair is fun is if you're fucking tuned up and then on top of that you're not with like your girlfriend you're like you're a single guy that's on a date for the first time and you're sort of putting on a whole thing. Yeah, you should have shown winning the prize. You're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're there to put on a whole show for a girl and make her like you really, more. Really big dog the carnies and stuff. <laughs> All that stuff. That's the only way is if you go, yeah, obviously this fair sucks, but I'm here. To, but when you're with your fucking, you know, I'm with Danny or yeah. a chick you've been dating for a while, you're just like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not here to impress anyone. No. I was trying to enjoy myself, which is not possible. Funny thing that they had <laughs> there too which is like a very texas thing because like the only real fair i think i've ever been to is the cne in toronto which is a similar vibe way smaller but they had you can rent the fucking rascal scooters which is so american and then there's just like all yeah, these was. people <laughs> who clearly don't need them that's the future of america a yeah. lot of people rolling around in scooters that don't need a scooter. yeah they don't need they're just like literally they go oh wait, what's your medical condition you go i'm lazy yeah yeah I'm, i've had a couple extra bucks of the got off the dole it's like gas in here right <laughs> It does smell a little bit like gas in here. Hold on. And the only other positive is that Danny has a new crystal. So I don't even, I think I left it. Danny basically went to, there's a guy that's selling crystals and one of them was good for finance and he haggled the guy down. I didn't have no shit. My girlfriend fucking went and she goes, she goes, he gave me these two fool's golds. Now you're happy. Danny he, has- sa- he said, he said, that he goes, he gave him these two fool's gold nuggets, which is like, I'm just like, cause my girlfriend's also Jewish and I'm like, <laughs> it's it's kind of like your joke. I got, like, it is. It's like my, the kids dude. eating gold. Yeah, you like, go, the lack of self awareness. Dan, Dan, you cannot be in good faith as a Jewish man who does finance, walking around with crystals in your pocket <laughs> to help you make more money. Not to mention literal <laughs> fool's gold. Like that's what it is. Is fool's gold. And I'm like, their fool's gold's not helping me make more money unless I can convince someone it's real gold and then sell it to them. Also, yeah, we were sort of saying I'd love the idea of a guy working at like a stand on the side of the road and in, in Dallas being like in this fucking crystal you put it in your pocket and you get rich it's like well <laughs> you have a hundred of them why, why are you selling rocks on the side of the road you know that fucking if the, if the crystals about to make you rich you know that like last that last <laughs> yeah exactly you're like if these work so well then you have a fucking whole bucket of them <laughs> That Hulu show, like the last mass man on earth or whatever, if there was an alternate yeah. show where it's like last woman, uh, there's no women left, then it's just like, be dark times for the crystal salesman. <laughs> what do we do with these things? The crystal salesman's not doing good. Not doing good. In, in, a, wom- in a womanless earth. world, crystal salesman is Well, she was happy for herself. Price. She came back and she was like, good news, you can buy me a new Versace purse. Yeah, and you yeah. go, I don't know if that's in the budget. And you go, I find a solution. soon. <laughs> When, yeah. when Bitcoin hits a million dollars, is Danny and his girlfriend. She's actually pushing it. Danny goes, "I'm not putting that in your pocket." She goes, "Put it in your pocket." Yeah, she goes, "Put it in your pocket." She's, actually, she's actually arguing with superstitious. Danny. I go, "Okay," and then I left it at the hotel. I don't believe him. I think he put it somewhere else. He's got it in the I mix don't have somewhere. It. I don't have it. In the mix. What about around your neck? There's a <laughs> no. 
I had a gold chain once, remember? And then I lost it on our fucking animals shoot. Oh, I didn't fuck. lose it. Someone stole it. You walking around and with that was actually worth money. <laughs> to make more money is so funny. <laughs> You're, I, I guarantee you anyone who's bought that crystal is operating a net, a net negative for the price of the crystal. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. He gave it to her. So he's obviously like, I'm going to give her this fucking bullshit thing. And hopefully, like, she'll buy some of these, like, chick crystals that you put in your pussy to make them smell good or whatever. <laughs> that stuff women do. I don't know what they do with these crystals, but for their chakras or whatever the fuck. And then uh, she just goes, thanks, and walks away. And he goes, ah, <laughs> Lost yeah, she got. She gave you a juice. He literally goes. He goes. I think I. He goes. Ah, I thought I had a sale there. Never caught an honest job. <laughs> that's that's what uh, that's what you do when um when you're a guy that got a good deal on a prostitute and she thought she was gonna take you for more. You go. Never caught an honest John. <laughs> but the so the prob- fool's gold. Probably the boys of the week was. Uh, Accidentally, three Four boys. boys. No, it's yeah, three boys. Three boys, yeah. So this is these were the fucking dudes of the millennia. This is so funny. <laughs> so these three guys. Basically, what happened was this female writer award. He, what is he looking Just for? Just making he, sure he the thought you might saw his financial deals over Just there. Just making sure the gas isn't still on. <laughs> Was it actually on? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, you were fucking. You went to close the window and you literally just turned the gas on. <laughs> there you go. Fuck. This will be the only podcast where people are just watching us die slowly. Where we go, oh, I'm tired. Are you tired? And then we go, I just have a nap. And then we literally just die. Well, that's because you didn't get the don't get burnt crystals. <laughs> don't get gas crystals. The um. So female writer awarded prestigious literary prize turns out to be three men. It's the classic fucking when you can't get in an R-rated movie and three <laughs> boys go on, on, each other's, <laughs> on each other's shoulders with the trench coat. You go, wait, are you fucking one woman? And you go, no, yes, yes, we're one woman. And then yeah, you they have the wig on the top. The wig on the top. The top rung. The top rung, and then they're just all on each other's shoulders sneaking in. <laughs> They, that's amazing. They, they they came out to get their prize and they decided to do a reveal of who they actually were. Yeah. Because they've been writing as this woman because obviously like women sell scripts a little better right now. There's a little more demand for them. A little more demand for them. I like the idea of uh, <laughs> As soon as they announce, they go, uh, and the winner of this award, the uh, prestigious uh, feminism award, and then they come out and they go, uh, Joe Smith? Uh, and then they come out, they go, you just hear a yeah, <laughs> and they come out doing the Ric Flair arms. They go, I just want to say the dude's fucking rock. Yeah, this one's for the boys. <laughs> fucking all just like crush beers on their head, stone cold stuff. Yeah. They come out as they're walking on stage. They crush beers on their head. You were saying it's sort just of give, like- give give the stunner to the fucking like host or whatever. Still called stunner the the presenter. <laughs> they do the stunner to the runner up. I think that the, the thing too is yeah they straight up did the reveal. They go and the winner is and they said the name and then the three of them like all look at each other. They go let's do this and they all walk <laughs> let's out. Let's like, do this. Like, who are these fucking goofs? <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> There's a woman won this award, yeah. people. Not uh, so fast. I guess the feminism take, yeah, it does take three men to write as good as one yeah, woman. <laughs> absolutely, it does. By the way, this is exactly what Jamie Foxx did. This is Jamie Foxx's big story. Is Jamie Foxx's name is not Jamie Foxx. It's like whatever, some name. Right, yeah. And then he couldn't get spots on an open mic at their like showcase at some comedy club and so he goes I'm gonna change because women could get up because women were getting more off and he just like could not get on he's like I'd call in every week I couldn't get on and then he goes she's like you know what I'm gonna change my name to like something where you think it might be a woman 
And so he changed his name to Jamie Foxx, and he's like, instantly I'm getting spots. So funny. Yeah, so. They said, we didn't hide behind a woman. This is afterwards when they're getting asked about it, doing the press tour on the three boys. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't hid behind the name. Um, Marcero said, I don't know if a female pseudo name would have sold more than a male one. I don't have the faintest idea, but I doubt it. So he's saying that, uh, I mean, no, we just did. We just decided to do it because we just wanted to pick a pseudo name. We picked a girl. It's like, what? Oh, are you asking me whether a girl might sell better? I'm not sure. I mean, we did get a ton of press from all the feminist (laughs) magazines. You know what? I personally doubt it. (laughs) He's not, he's not sure if the girl, (laughs) the girl situation helped him at all. I go, Does that help? I mean, it definitely helps in the sense that they go like, "Hey, we want to pitch this manuscript," and they're like, "Yeah, we're not taking manuscripts from men right now." So, well, I've been in these conversations. Of course, I've been in these conversations many, many times where you know they were. I was in the thing, and we had we had a, a digital series that was doing really well, or we had a script that they were really interested in. They're kind of like, "Listen." I'm going to cut, we can, we can all just cut the shit here. It's, we're not making something with a white dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know how many, how different ways we could tell you this, but <laughs> we, we have two spots for white guys and they're filled with 80 year olds who've been here for, for the history, history of time. Yeah. My favorite thing too, is when you call them out for that and they go like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're like, that's not what's going on. Like the publicly, they would never be like, no, no of course no, we not. just mean, and you're like, all right. Sure. No, you have to pretend. But you are pretending. Well, they cast. They, they even they cast writers' rooms, right? Like they do. They're you know it's it this thing never ends, right? So they started casting writers' rooms the same way they cast a set, mm-hmm. where they're like, yeah, we need the certain amount of skin colors in a writing room. But what you really get, which is always the funniest part, because they're like, yeah, we need a uh, all different like diversity in the writing room. Is like, yeah, yeah, we need people of all different colors that went to like college at fucking Harvard for writing, yes, <laughs> or whatever, uh, right? Like we need. We need like drama kids of all races. Mm-hmm. It's like you never find like it's it's never they go. We actually need more diversity, so we'll get like a black guy that was like the black comic that like went to prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That, never that. That's, that never seems to be the kind of diversion they talk about. No, they never get like a fucking devout Muslim guy that thinks women should be in the kitchen. Black Trump supporter. <laughs> yeah, no, that, does, that doesn't seem to or be like the black get. comic who's like actually wears the fucking Confederate flag. He's like he goes, <laughs> but he kills. And you go, but even I don't even have to say, you know, I'm not even going as far as to say that it's not always. Oh. Uh, political diversity or whatever. It's straight up is even the diversity they're talking about where they're like different perspectives, not even just right or left. It's all people that kind of were into like improv or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's it's never when they get the diverse. Yeah, they don't want some fucking cool dude coming in and being like, oh, you guys are improv? You guys are fucking faggots. No, no, it's never never like a super, a guy that was on the football team. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just a bunch of the exact same person. I mean, literally Shane, guy on the football team. Right, exactly. It's never, no, it's never the exact, it's never a different person that has to have it happens to have a different color skin it's <laughs> it's the full package with the skin color right yeah accidentally three boys but you were only three boys. You were sort of saying, which is making me laugh, that it's like the blacklist. The blacklist, yeah. I don't, have you ever seen the movie Trumbo? Yeah, I did. Well, sick movie. Yeah, if movie. you haven't seen it, I honestly, well, that was one of the movies. Where I go, that Writes his all the scripts. Amazing in the movie, yeah, in the bathtub, and he's like just cranking out bangers one after another. But it was like in the McCarthyism, or whatever, and then they blacklisted all the communists, and then all the communist writers had to like they couldn't work in Hollywood. They had to work under like pseudonyms and stuff. <laughs> It's yeah. basically this. How many girls, when they watched that movie Trumbo, where the guy wrote in the bathroom or in the bathtub, were just like, You're telling me that I could do my work? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. taking well, self care to a new level, where yeah, you go, yeah. Wait a second. So, having a bath is legitimately the path to. 
And then you see them three years later, they're the pruniest people you've ever seen in their lives <laughs> without one page written. You go, what have you been doing? And they go, just too much self-care, not enough writing. Yeah. The girls watch that and they go, you're telling me the path to being a famous writer is more baths? More bath bombs? <laughs> I just had like the bath supply store, Bed Bath & Beyond. You go, uh, you know, which, uh, I'm just looking for some work supplies. <laughs> It'd be like the first scene too. They'd be like, just, you know, just like fucking over it. Just like can't figure it out. And they're like, mm, interior bathtub like they're just yeah. <laughs> it just like starts all bathtub related <laughs> interior bathroom day. night day it's sort of this is one of those things that sort of uh, dispels the question that everyone always talks about lived experience because the truth is i mean well i i, I don't know if so the thing takes place in the 1830s or some shit. Okay. The, the, so it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, to, I mean, that's a perfect example of if if but you some of the characters are if women. you can't write the like someone else's perspective. I mean, you gotta have knowledge. Like again, you can't be like, I'll write a Muslim family, but I don't know any. Yeah, and I don't want to do any research on it. Like, but I mean, if you're if you're good at writing, I mean, the same reason some people are good at impressions, where you kind of see someone, you could like mimic the things they do, the way they move their hands, the way they think about. You know what I mean? It's the same reason. Like, I can't do that, but I think I can do that with character where I can sort of uh, meet someone for like a short period of time. And if I know decently about like their background in the sense that I don't need to uh, like, I, I, like, let's say I somewhat understand their culture. Like we talk about improv guys. Like I kind of understand yeah. how those people work yeah, enough. Can, absolutely. You can definitely like write other people, obviously. Also, the other, <laughs> that's what makes a good writer. The other right? side of that coin is you go, okay, so like, you know, the whole like, oh, white people can only write white. So then it's like, what? So every person who's not white, they're not allowed to write white people either? No, like, it only works. Like they have to stay <laughs> yeah, in yeah, their it's, lane. It's, and then that, you're like, every fucking book is just a monocult. Like, you know, there's no, no diversity in anything. Well, they sort of say these things to get the desired outcome and they don't really have to the implications of it don't really have to uphold no no <laughs> you know what i mean not to, not for them they go oh no no we can they're like we've been living in a white white supremacist country forever obviously we can do it right exactly i guess yeah. that's what it is right so they said but the, the you know what the the thing and this goes back to the robin d'angelo thing is people like that a lot of the people that are sort of pushing this stuff you know like let's say a white university professor let's say white people in entertainment that are just surrounded by white people they probably are like well we can't write those people probably and you're kind of like yeah maybe you can't mm. it, like robin d'angelo she's like we as white people can't understand black people he's like you probably actually don't yeah yeah probably don't yeah you probably <laughs> you don't. know what i mean it, it probably would come off as pretty racist if you did it and, yeah know, it's like the, a super simp like incel being like you know we what, men can never get in the heads of women and you're just like i guess you're having trouble with it <laughs> <laughs> i seem to be able to get yeah. in there pretty quickly and yeah, yeah, fucking play them like a fucking fit dunk <laughs> crowbar <laughs> but um so they said August Martinez, George Diaz, and Antonio Ant Antonio Antonio. Marcia, these guys are probably pussy crushers too. Oh, eh? With Spain? names like that, in Spain. You don't have a name like Art Antonio Marsario without fucking laying pipe pipe layer. So they revealed their identity while receiving the 2021 Planeta Award and a check of one million dollars. And apparently, they what they actually did was they came out and they said, "Just want to say that we're going to be spending all this money at the fucking Rippers tonight." It'd be funny. <laughs> They come and they get the check for a million dollars. Go, pretty funny, huh? If you guys, if you bitches got this, it'd only be seven hundred thousand. Just drop the mic and walk out. <laughs> he goes, 
prior to writing, the three guys published their novels and they worked under their real names. And then Mola was also described as a 40-something mother of three children who worked as a professor while writing crime thrillers in her spare time. The perfect... You know what's the best about this, too, is that now, like, because... Obviously, it's like a bit of an embarrassment, <laughs> I think, or some people would be like, it's not okay. okay. That part of like an editor's job is going to be like being a private detective. Like, you have to do <laughs> all this fucking work now. Totally. You know, you can't just be like, you got, I mean, again, but so what they never met? Like the editor, like they just a manuscript. They maybe talk to the agents. Yeah, they, talk, they go talk to the agents. It's very possible, right? I've had deals where I wasn't like involved. Yeah, in you it. never met them. Yeah, yeah, but they <laughs> they went. It's fucking amazing, and they went full out. Right? They go. So <laughs> it's the, the story you that they everyone did, would love. You, you think there was a Mrs. Doubtfire component? I well, I was actually <laughs> where they go. They go. Oh, they have to meet you. And he goes, Oh, what? Are you serious? They go. Yeah, they're like they're not giving us the fucking go ahead until they meet you. I know this whole thing's on your. Oh, sure, yeah, literally, they, three of them are like, it's like, honestly, a comedy, three of them, okay, which one of us is going? And they go, no, you look like the most women. They go, no, you look more like a woman. You're fucking going. I love that they, they have the whole thing. The yeah, Hello! <laughs> I'm here for the manuscript! <laughs> Why do you guys have English accents? I don't know! Ooh, hello! It's the Mr. Burns uh, when they go, uh, when they're trying to be, Homer's trying to be Mr. Burns, and he goes, Hi, I'm here to pick up something. Um, uh, name, please, Mr. Burns. And they go, How about your first name, Mr. Burns? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hello! Ooh, hello! So uh, when were you born? I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> What's your husband's name? That's when when you uh, <clears throat> when you get a green card for marriage, they go deep into all your stuff, right? They ask you like, when was the last fight you had? What did he? Where did you go on your first date? You, uh -huh. like, yeah, you yeah. got to come up with a pretty elaborate oh, backstory sure. when you're scamming that system. Oh yeah, I had a cousin of mine who fucking did like uh, it's a big thing where people do like the you just pay someone twenty grand and they go live with them for like a year. Okay, from another country and then they like basically like yeah you just live in like. Actually, and another person we know did that with a chick, and uh, she, she like oh remember? she, she, she married. Remember, she I'm not married. sure what you're saying. She's saying you're saying it's a fake marriage. Well, they it's a did fake, they pay fake one. They've got the, money the, for the, the fake marriage. Yeah, the person pays you, and then like you know they and then they show up unannounced. So you have to live together. You can't like have your own places because they'll be like, where is he or she? And then you get like forty. I do remember that. Yeah, I guess and you shouldn't people, say who, but no, I don't know. It's one. It's fucking way in the past, and two, it's like. It's, no way. Still a not big, even those are big fraud cases. But I, I think they probably just deport you. Most importantly, yeah. No, I mean, you're right though. I remember that they got. I mean, what, what was it? Fifty grand you get for the fake marriage? I very varies varies for people, but like it's a common. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like it just it's uh, people fucking are always trying to get around it by. Well, if you're going to do this, you want to go for a hard backstory that the women can enjoy. You go, you know, I'm working a full-time job as a tenured professor. I have nine children. And in my spare I'm, in my spare time, I'm cranking out three books a year. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you go, go, also, go, I have so many kids, I don't even have time to talk on the phone about it. So don't call me. <laughs> my dad was sexist. <laughs> my dad was sexist. Yeah, yeah. So they did all the things. I, the thing is... You can probably do this with girls, but I don't think you could pull this off with race because if this came out that like <clears throat> this yeah, was that's, supposed to, that's a scandal. I think it would be a scandal. Like for this one, they go, "What's wrong with that?" Because you can do women face, I guess. I guess, and Europe's like a little more progressive with this stuff. Like they don't care, they don't quite care as much. But if you did, yeah, exactly. If you did uh, 
come out and you go, remember that, like, the person who wrote, like, Blackish was, you know, some fucking frat boy. Like, I'm right. the fucking Blackish writer, bro. Yeah. And then that guy, I think that would be, like, a huge scandal that you couldn't I mean, that's off. why Sean King is uh, just laying low, you know? Yeah, right, exactly. He would have been better if he just kept it behind the... <laughs> behind the paywall. Okay. Um, the other thing, and this one sort of, there's some inside scoop on, but Slate had this article... Adele lost weight, and I'm a little upset. I'm a lot upset. <laughs> I'm glad you just have the luxury of being a little upset, lady. I'm did, a fucking lot upset. Jesus. Did you see that? And it was like another brother down in the fat army. Ah, God. <laughs> another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Ah. <laughs> did that bother you that Adele lost a couple? Yeah, as long as fucking... Kevin James doesn't go super skinny. He Kevin, lost a few. He, but he had a minute where he was toying. He was with trying me. to. He, he was toying. toying with being a skinny guy, <laughs> and then you could tell he's like, "This life's just not for me." <laughs> There's a lot of them. Kevin James was toying with. He was like for a moment. He was like going to be a skinny guy. I could be a then, leading man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Jonah Hill the UFC movie or whatever. What was it? Oh, yeah. Crappy UFC movie. It's the worst movie I've ever I seen know, in my I, life. I just know because you told me. Oh, I walked out of it after 25 minutes. It was so crappy. So, I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie. So, what's that movie called? Do you remember Thunder on Me or something? No. So, Kevin James plays a UFC fighter, right? And this is maybe, fuck, I don't know the title of it, but Kevin James UFC. Sure. Kevin James plays a UFC fighter, right? And there's some plot line like he needs to be a UFC fighter to win money to get his family back. Like the stakes are high that he has to become a UFC fighter. Here comes the boom. (laughs) Here comes the boom. Okay, so this all all the stakes sort of get set in the first 10, 15 minutes or whatever, right? And then the first match, he does this underground match, and it's outdoors, and it starts raining. So then they spend about 15 minutes comically, like, slipping around the ring, and it's physical comedy. You know, it's a very Three Stooges Kramer situation where they're trying... (laughs) I mean, he looks good for him in this. He was doing okay in that one, but... I watched, we're 15, 20 minutes in the movie, and seven of the minutes of his big UFC movie is, can you imagine any other movie where it's like Rocky and the first thing is like them comically slop, yeah. slop. And you know, he tries to stand up, they flop and flip around. And I was just like, this is crazy. <laughs> He's flopping farts? around the ring. Did farts? It was, yeah, probably. Probably like he accidentally goes, he fucking does a splits and rips a fart. It seemed like a South Park parody of like a fucking, when they were killing Rob Schneider. It was so so crazy i go i cannot do this so i had to leave here comes the boom <laughs> <laughs> it was too much but uh he was toying around with the idea jonah hill came out recently and because uh people always are talking about his weight loss because there is a component about all this stuff where if you're a celebrity yeah i have so uh, unfortunately if you're a rich like famous uh celebrity who you put your f- uh, image out there for a living. Yeah, it's like yeah, people are going to talk about you putting on a hundred pounds and then losing a hundred pounds like a year later. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, remember that was unfortunately the, that is a topic. That was the Oprah thing forever. Was like because her Oprah was, was up and down. Yeah, she was old, and I mean they always did like the. <laughs> I don't know if you remember the fucking SNL had like a fake ah fuck I can't even remember but they had this some fake game show thing and it was like all these hacky comics <laughs> and then it was like it was they were all like what's the deal with Oprah? It's like she's fat, she's thin, she's fat, she's thin. It's like what's the <laughs> Deal with that one. Yeah, what is what's up with that? Yeah. That's what I always say to my chick when she has the stories that don't go anywhere. I go, and that's uh today's ver- today's corner of what's up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> There's never what's any point. It's it? like something, something. I was walking around and then this guy, like uh he was looking at the thing for so long. I go, Yeah, he goes, What's up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> There's nothing more to the story, it's just a what's up that with that. That guy. <laughs> that guy. 
I was saying this to advice for girls that most girls are, or and this goes for all comics, but a lot of times girls in real life, most people that are the, they're actually funny that are doing comedy. It's not connecting or people in real life that are funny. And when they meet new people, people don't think they're funny. It's cause no one knows what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's all boils down to, they can't premise their things where you just go five minutes and you go, what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you do here? What do you do here? But, um, so the reason we have inside scoop on this <laughs> is Dan Lamarte, you know, Dan Lamarte, <clears throat> yeah he's a comic he's a super cool guy right and he lost a hundred pounds uh running running so he, style. he was like a super big comic and he lost a hundred pounds and then he you know he's posted a lot about that online and uh kind of you know made a big like social media thing about it mm. and then <clears throat> he talks about it on stage and stuff like that and then he like retweeted that article saying like something about it or whatever and then she retweeted about and then it became Adele? no, no, no. The person who wrote this article. Oh. So like our body has been having this big fight with her oh, back funny. and forth online. The woman who wrote the article being like him being like, this is crazy or whatever. And the sure her being like, this is something that I've struggled with. Like, you know, me being upset about Adele and blah, blah. And then, you know, we shouldn't be blah, blah, blah talking about people's weights. And he was like, no, the fact that I lost a hundred pounds and I was like very, very fat and unhealthy. And now I'm in good shape is objectively good. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's the thing. Like she literally says, she goes, I don't know if this is a good thing or not. Right. I, yeah. I feel better. My life's better. And then yeah, you're like, yeah, it's a good thing. So he was, he was kind of arguing with this chick that wrote the thing oh, i didn't know that. that's but funny. jonah hill actually posted he was like you need to stop talking about my weight like it doesn't yeah, help or whatever and it was just like shut the fuck up or just don't look at your comments i get a girl being like whether or not it's gonna stop it is just is what it is if you're gonna put your likeness out there for everyone to fucking chomp over mm-hmm. but if you're a guy it's kind of like dude yeah like whatever you're jonah hill yeah, uh, it's a you're, little, not, you're not getting a lot of sympathy. Well, I sat beside a big one on the plane last time, and it really was like I was had to squish in, like I couldn't get anywhere near the armrest. Oh. <laughs> I was getting bumped. Although, also, it was making me laugh that Danny said because I always spend about three or on four. on our plane back from Dallas. Yeah, because I had fucking yeah. I also had a big one. Well, I didn't have a big one, but fucking so my girl has a dog. Oh my god, yeah, this is fucking hilarious. So the dog, we get on the plane. And the dog is like, all of a sudden, like we're sitting across from the aisle and the dog's like kind of being weird. And he's like, he's kind of like he's a small doggy, but he's like jumping around and we're like, what's going on? And so then my, uh, my girlfriend's like, oh, maybe she, he just wants to like, you know, bring a dog fucking sit, stinks. Well, ha- having a dog, no what are you supposed to do? Daddy. Right. But so anyway, so she's like, she's Get like, oh, she, she switches with, yeah, I guess that's what JJ does. But so she switches with, with the fucking person sitting beside me. Cause we were both had the aisles and then he sit, but he's still being weird. And then at one point she's like. Maybe he has to go to the bathroom. So then she takes him in. He has this little carrier. She takes him into the bathroom. And the stewardess is like, what are you doing? She's like, I think my dog. And she's like, oh, okay. She has to go to the bathroom. And then the dog proceeds to just shit all over the fucking bathroom. And these tiny bathrooms. My girlfriend's in there. She's like, she was getting shit all over her. And like, it was <laughs> insane. And then one point I go back there to knock on the door. She like opens the door. She's like sweating and like wet. She yelled, do not go in there, Jim Carrey style. Do not. And then she had the water in her front pocket and she goes. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking uh, mess. And I go, is there anything I can do? And she's like, no. And then she closed the door and I go, eh, that sucks. Ah, yeah, that'll suck. That sucks. <laughs> 
Well, I was like in the idea that because every time on every plane, I get told about three or four times, put my mask back on. That when the stewardess came up originally, Danny was like, "Hey, you guys should just get each other's names. You're probably gonna get pretty acquainted." <laughs> Yeah, she got you for the nose. It wasn't even full mask. Oh, she, go, yeah. she goes, can you sign the above your nose? I go, oh, you guys are going to be friends by the end of this. <laughs> I generally get to know the stewardess pretty well by the end of it. Hey, Barb, why don't you get off my fucking back, okay? <laughs> it's my silent protest. Yeah, But also, I just don't like having it on. And then I hate having it on. If, they, if the people come up to you and tell you to take it off, if you put it back on, if you wait about 10 minutes to take it off, you usually get about a good 50, 60 minutes. For sure. So I probably spend a three-hour flight with only the mask on 20, 25 well, minutes. Well, I do that. I don't know if you, you obviously saw the thing. I'm sure lots of people saw it. I don't think we have it on the docket, but the thing on Australia with the coffee cup. Where you're just constantly eating and you don't even have to go to Well, I just, I, I'll, they give you like the tiny bag of goldfish and then I just have one goldfish left and I'm just like that. I just, you just stand with it there. I just sit with it. I go and they come down. They go, can you put your... I go... I got called I have, on I have that. A, I have a goldfish. So. I got called on that. The lady came up to me and I had the fucking food and my, like a little bit of food left and she came up to three or four flights ago and she was like, no, you're not. Like, put your mask on. I go, really? I'm she goes, you're not. You've had that little bag for 20 minutes. You know, I'm <laughs> savoring it. And you like take a nibble of a goldfish. You're like... <laughs> she liking it, Yeah. So I think you bugged them so much with all the mask stuff to begin with. Cause I never get any shit for that. And I always like, I'll have my, like once they, the food stuff comes around, I'm like, I got my mask off for now. They see you and they go, this guy's having trouble breathing as is. They go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I sat beside a real big one and it was a pain in the ass. And we were looking up the average weight this weekend of girls, a fucking buck 80. Buck 80 in America. Dude, that's so crazy that the average weight. I mean, of when, when you women, factor in that the average height is 5'6 or whatever. It's nuts. 185.6. Which that. is crazy because you're like, can you. I guess the fucking. These people are just off the market or something because you go, if that's average, which means. Uh, most people, like, just imagine being on a dating app or whatever. A girl's yeah. like, I'm 5'5", five, five, buck 80. You're yeah, like, that's but, a hell no. Yeah. So that's a, so you go, so what? But the average for guys average is fucking 5'9", 200 or something. 200 so like, knows a lot, too. For a 5'9 person. No, so I just feel like that's not up. as bad, though. Well. Like, yeah. I feel like the girl one's more nuts. A buck 80? Buggy. <laughs> Dude, if you're a fucking girl getting Ryan, to it's mostly though, water weight, okay? I'm a buck 80. I'm 6'3". Yeah, I don't know. As I'm getting fucking up there, oh, yeah. I guess that's. I it. mean, probably when you rent scooters just because you don't like walking, that kind of is a symptom. That, that'll happen, right? That'll happen. Um, but this also is like so. Their whole thing is uh, that she, you know, she she goes. She's been uh, Adele's been skinny for a while, but first in an Instagram post, and then while hosting Saturday Night Live. And this week we got a skinny Adele in a music video ahead of the release of her album Thirty. And this, like, really put her in a tailspin. <laughs> I know. Really caused some binge eating. She was. She goes, she's like another one l bites the dust is the kind of thing. You know, she goes, I guess fat people are just chopped liver then. Yeah. You're just, we're just out here and we're nothing to you, right? Yeah. But this sort of is, with, with uh, guys, it only works with girls where they, like, get fat and everyone applauds. Remember, think about, like, Axl Rose. Was there one article being like, he actually looks just as good? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> They go, God damn, Axl. It's also a tale's oldest time where celebrities get popular, especially in comedy, looking a certain way and then have to grapple with the fucking what to do. Because how many comedians 
you know, develop a whole act about being a fat guy. Absolutely. It's fucking, you know, they're opening hide your buffet. They're literally comedians. You're like, man, you should lose some weight. And you're like, I can't, I can't do comedy. I can't do comedy anymore. What am I going to do? Well, even Kevin James, to be honest, I might've found his falling over a little funny if he had the heft on him. I mean, I think Farley even said that where he goes like, Farley, if he was skinny, you go, I'm not watching a skinny guy. Yeah, We don't need two spades. (laughs) If if you're skinny, it's not funny watching you like do platfall, pratfalls. No, hell no. Right? No. Demi Lovato's also looking fucking big. We're just a gossip yeah. podcast now. Gossip Demi podcast. Lovato's put Demi on a couple. Demi Lovato's put on a couple of pounds. And she said that uh, referring to extraterrestrials as aliens. Because remember, I did a thing last week where I was, I was like, you know what? That's a good job for Demi Lovato to be hunting around for aliens. Like, yeah. get her out of the political discourse. And then she said that uh, ex- calling extraterrestrials aliens is derogatory. And you're just like. You know what? You standing up for the rights of aliens. I don't know if I was right or wrong, or you're just like, yeah, this is good f- thing for Demi Lovato to be doing, paying attention to aliens yeah. and being like, aliens need more rights for when we finally they come to Earth. And you go, yeah, keep you, yeah, keep, you keep get after that. it, Demi. You and fucking Tom DeLong can <laughs> you, go on. You and Tommy D, Tommy D can get after that, right? She says many media outlets and random internet commentators have celebrated Adele for becoming skinny. This has been met with a very specific form of backlash, which goes something like Adele is a mega talent whose music is worth blasting on repeat, no matter the singer's size. So please stop treating this as an accomplishment. And this backlash is correct. So basically they're saying they, the, when she loses weight, people praise that, which is they bad. Not. But what the people are never, they always fail to realize is the reason, like, a lot of it started with them praising how big it's gotten. Like, these people who have made, they, they're going, why are you making your weight a big issue? And it's like, and, and your, your bio says, like, fat activists. Like, fat activists, mean, absolutely. So you go, and, you're the one making it, like, a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Also, it's like people... And, use- and, I guess, tabloids for the beginning of time, so yeah. Yeah, fat cells, I guess. Especially someone, like... I forget who it is. One of the chicks from Baywatch, and they were, like they just snapped a photo of her, and she was like, you know, super smoking hot on Baywatch, and then she's just like all fat now, and people are like, God damn, what happened? But it was like kind of mean. You're just like, she's it like, does feel she, mean. Well, she's like, she hasn't been an actress for twenty years. Yeah, but then, when they're old, especially, and they're it's the old Betty White and, thing, yeah, like Monty's joke where they go, they go, Betty White hasn't aged well, and she was eighty. <laughs> it's like, give yeah, her. Yeah, at give some her point, a, you got to give her a break. <laughs> yeah, this goes back to the people tying their identity to this one thing about them, though, too, like sexuality or whatever we were like right. people used to be like you know some of that would happen with adele and they'd be like inspired they'd be like oh you know what adele can do it i can do it too i like adele and then now they're like because they've just made their identity being fat even though you're like you have nothing else about you other than that that they yeah. just straight up they're like they're ch- they, they're being kind of like challenged now it's kind of right? like when jose canseco went white and they're like this is a hit to the black community no, sammy sosa <laughs> sammy so what it was sammy sosa sammy sosa <laughs> It was a bad looking white too. He yeah, went yeah. pink. He, yeah, he went really like. It's just so weird living this life where you go, if someone loses a hundred pounds, and this is what our friend was kind of arguing about. It's like, oh, you lose a hundred pounds, and then it's like, oh, that shouldn't be good or bad. And it's like, it's so fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, how do it's you not neutral? It's definitely not neutral. How, but how do you, how do you not think that something that makes you die less? Is positive. Probably all these chicks too now are like they're all listening to Adele and they're crying and you're like, yeah, I get really emotional listening. She says all the breakups. You go breakups. No, she's skinny now. <laughs> Just a weird thing like living in all these lies where you live in a lie where you go being 800 pounds and being you know 100 pounds 
or whatever amount of the right amount of pounds, yeah, the right amount of is pounds. equal equally is like good and healthy. Yeah, they're both good. They're both good. Equally. And it was just like, okay, what do they even say to stats where you go, okay, but they died twenty years earlier, and they're like, well, that's because of the fat folk. Also during COVID, is that what they also, say? I guess also what during COVID, say? where it's like that's been magnified even further. Where you're like all the obese people were like they're really dropping. I remember I told you. Remember right, that yeah. sixty minutes did that expose like maybe I don't know six months ago, and they're like, here's all the people who died of COVID, and they were like, it was twenty people in a row, and they would like they wouldn't tell you because would, they would be interviewing their like partners or whatever, and they wouldn't tell you until like the end, and it was always someone who's like four hundred pounds, and you go, I'm starting to see a trend here. Yeah, it also intersects with the the girl guy thing too, where it's like. You know, I get why you don't really want to like comment on a random girl's weight, but with a guy, it's like funny. Mm-hmm. Like in my group of friends, when someone puts on weight, that's the topic of the night. Yeah. Like when we show up and like Paul or Waldo or something are like put on a fucking 30, 40 pounds, <laughs> you go, that's all we're talking about. Like, you know, he walks in, we go fee, fi, fo, fum, like all that sort of shit. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? You sure. can't. It's like, dude, I put on, when I was doing, uh, when I was editing Ryan Lawrence Challenge, the only time I got real fucking up there, I was just e- editing at my computer, eating fucking pizza, pizza every day. Oh, yeah. Just get, you know, yeah, yeah, just getting turned into a tub of lard. And I put on probably 30 and I would get murdered. Yeah. You know, I would show up and everyone was like, <laughs> you know, we need to widen the doors, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. But to be honest, for me, I was just like, okay, next time I can't, I get this has to go end. Yeah, yeah. But you, with you, girls, I get it. doesn't. You think there's like a lot of like fat, fat ladies who are Adele fans who have like their little Adele like voodoo dolls and they're just like feeding cake to it just, like, <laughs> just pushing cake in the mouth hoping that will do something Arnold Schwarzenegger used to say that he goes mm. when he was uh, weight training that's how he used to get in people's heads like the other so he was doing these big competitions and he would go to uh, let's say they were hanging out in the lobby or whatever or the yeah, bar for like, for or like Mr. Olympia he had all these crazy things he used to do uh so he he was it, I guess bodybuilding's a mental game. I don't know bodybuilding enough to get it. You're just like, but you're in your head, so you flex worse. Like I don't really yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah. But he goes, he, he, I guess it's like it all like a confidence. Like if you don't have confidence, it's like it oh, shows so on, what you're flexing worse. Yeah, something like that. But he used to say that he used to go up to the guys and he'd be like, grab their fat and be like, looking a little chubby. And yeah, yeah it's like, like what you been eating chocolate bars? Get in their head. And he had all these other things too. He used to go tell them to do a shot with him the night before, and he'd be like, oh, what you afraid to do a shot? Blah blah. Blah, and then he would take a fake shot. He had these like crazy <laughs> techniques to beat people. Up. Oh, he takes bodybuilding very, very seriously, right? He's the goat. He goes, "We're taking the teeth out of the word fat," and this is what she's talking about. The other part where it's like she uses the word fat. I mean, if she took her obese. teeth out, she'd fucking figure. <laughs> <laughs> But her thing, she goes, displaying fat is just normal or even in a beautiful way exists to be important. And so we're taking back the word. Basically, I was thinking about this. Basically, taking back the word worked for the N-word. And the other groups have been chasing that buzz ever since. It's never worked again. It's not working for anybody else. (laughs) Really, though, has it? Has any... Has any group queer maybe? It ha- doesn't work though. Yeah, but you know what? Queer, like, put it this way: queer no is one... a good one because then we still get to say queer, and then you're like, you're not getting in trouble. for All it, it does is that. Yeah, you go queer. Oh, is that not what you're supposed like, to be? Yeah, 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 I thought that's what we were supposed to say. And they go. So whenever my ba- my uh, whenever the bad body thoughts started rolling, I used to shout to myself, "Nope, Adele is another very talented person who's also big." So she would see that she's beautiful and fat, or it used to be. Yeah. Which was that? 
So was it the healthiest thing in the world to pin my self-esteem to the shape of another person's kind of acknowledging what you said? Clearly not because people change. This is the entire issue with external validation. It cannot be counted on. So it's sort of, you know what it really is? It's kind of like, you know, when, uh, when a people group of people are kind of like alcoholics and, and drug addicts, yeah. they never like it when the one gets clean. There's no, a lot of pushback. Never. We do that in the lazy people video where it's like no, going that's, for a run. It's like, that, what you're better than us. That's just a known thing. It's like, if you're trying to be not a drug addict, you're like, you can't surround yourselves with drug addicts. There's always pushback to any self-improvement too. Even, even, uh, you know, uh, how many people. I've I've met this seems like almost more of an American thing where they like left home to go to like a city to try to make a career for themselves and their parents are kind of like oh you think you're some big city slicker that's better than us like that kind of thing yeah you know what I mean no one likes anyone doing self like getting anything that makes themselves better no. you know what I mean it's a weird you're crossing the, the picket lines of this the crew yeah it's weird when it's the parents versus like a jealous well person, the parents but... don't put it that way they kind of put it in a way that they think like. No, you need to stay here. Like family's important. Right. You know what I mean? They they don't say that. No, but, but it's no, the yeah, pushback yeah, yeah. is always there to any self improvement. No one's gonna say outright, "I don't like that you're gonna go do better." Yes. The same way you're like in a relationship. It's like you know they want to watch TV and you're working on something. Like no one likes it. They'll say you're not spending time with me. No one's gonna say, "I don't like that you're doing good." Sure. But it kind of it is all that, right? But they're trying to say that, you know, the, the other people crossing the picket lines to get healthy, they're just like, yeah, I thought a, we, I thought we were a fucking, thought we had a deal, Adele. I thought we were uh, a, a fucking <laughs> a tight, uh, like a what do you call it? And if, I thought we were a fucking offensive line, <laughs> defensive line, maybe. <laughs> I thought that we were a defensive line, and now I find out. Oh, you don't want to be a polar anymore? A polar bear anymore? Is it too cold for you? <laughs> But the pro but the here is the problem. Most people who have excelled in the entertainment business are not fat and tend to be very skinny. So there are she What? You ever heard of fucking Roseanne? Well that's Mike comedy. And Molly. It's only comedy. Fat bastard. <laughs> but that is comedy is the only place where really No, this is that chick on This Is Us. I know she's the first, but she's like five hundred and fifty. Well now they're getting them in there. Yeah. But the truth is like uh, and I don't. Do you, you think know, she counts as like in Hollywood's mind that chick on This Is Us who's giant counts as more than one? They go, that's five. That's <laughs> don't give us fucking guff for this shit. That's There's five. Mike, Molly, Molly. Uh. <laughs> no, but the chick on This Is Us who's not a comedian. I don't know. Watch that show. Oh, okay. Anyways, she looks crappy. It, it. I don't watch it either. I just know that it has it like the whole thing me. is that it has. This chick who's five hundred pounds, is one and of she's stars. like, and they don't really address it. She's just in the mix. yeah. She's addressing like she, I think she's eating in every scene. It's like <laughs> I can't remember because it's like real. Supposed she's to be, eating in every no, scene. it's supposed to be real, like you know, a real person. So it's like she's a real person. She's five hundred pounds, and she fucking like is constantly just like you know, I don't know. I've they never must, watched a show. They but. must have to replace the props. So I just often. know this is. Us <laughs> they go, we're gonna need another chip bag. <laughs> Paul Paul Thompson. <laughs> oh, you're actually eating those. You're supposed to be fake eating them. <laughs> Paul Thompson, our buddy, for a while when he would host shows, he likes this. Is he he bring people up as being like this guy just guest starred on this is us this week yeah he loves and like people would be like what holy he shit loves doing the fake intro fake intros yeah but there is something to be said about most people i mean it's one of those things where they do studies on ceos and stuff like that most people that are very successful are also like pretty in shape yeah and that's one of those things where you go that's just reality of the situation but you can also say why you know, there is this other part where it's like, well, why is that? Momentum's a huge thing, right? Like when you have momentum, uh, for example, like 
if you're doing well, you're making money, you do want to keep doing well. Whereas if you're in some dead end job and it's crappy, I get the idea. You have some wife, it's whatever. You're like not, yeah. you know, not how you, I get being like, yeah, well, what am I getting skinny for? Yeah. Okay, you leave a little, a little longer, you feel a bit better. I don't know. Yeah, I like, like I eating ha- fucking pie. I, I my, hate my, my life. life sucks. Yeah. yeah, I hate my life. It's like, why do I want to make this longer? So it's hard to get that original momentum started. Mm-hmm. But when someone does get the momentum started and lose 100 pounds, like fucking Dan, and, you know, and the person's like, actually, you should be fucking ashamed of yourself for yeah. betraying. Betraying the, us. Well, again, it's like the tribalism the where they're like, you, like, you know, that's your identity is... A fat, like her identity is a fat person, whereas he was just like, yeah, I'm a comedian, maybe. I don't know. He's like, I just happen to be fat. Which it actually is harder for. If you're a normal person, there's only benefits. Comedian's one of the main jobs. Or if you're, let's say, a fucking, let's say you're not specifically that hot, but you're like, you're making a career as a uh, a super fat model. Like yeah. a, like a, like a, the you know Tessa, what? Whatever. No, the ones that are on like the joke Christmas cards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the f- thing is, the girls who used to be on the joke Christmas cards as models are <laughs> now real models right. like imagine you're like forever you were a joke christmas card model and now you're like yeah i'm actually like a supermodel yeah you're on vogue now like you're in vogue and you're like what was your experience before uh, on the cover of vogue uh i, I was, was on spencer's the- gift shop. i was at spencer's <laughs> on the fucking the joke calendar it's insane that that's actually the case anyways this girl's having a hard day <laughs> yeah you were like fucking like on a ride in a hog fucking <laughs> car and were you pretending to be a motorcycle but you're just a, a regular guy on top of you now you're on the cover of vogue yeah <laughs> that is <laughs> so yeah moral of the story i always uh, i agree why it is different from girls where you're just like yeah if a girl's fat like it sucks yeah. and you don't want to fucking you know yeah for sure be an asshole to anyone but no the idea like that comedy, like, it's not worse there's on. definitely like improv troops where there's like there's like the fat guy you need a fat guy yeah and then if he goes skinny all of a sudden then we're like <laughs> so what are what is this like, what are you doing well you're the fat guy yeah you're group. the fat guy now i guess one of us is gonna have to start eating thanks or we get another fat guy and you're yeah. done yeah you get replaced <laughs> okay you're gonna, gonna take a second here to talk about our sponsor ritual what a vitamin i've been taking them i'm liking yeah, them the me and danny minty? both taking them i love the mint twice a day they send it rituals clean vegan friendly multivitamin is formulated with high quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use so they send them to your house what you won't find sugar gmos major allergens synthetic filters and artificial colorants so this is uh, a vitamin I've been taking. I'm a big proponent of taking vitamins. We're on the fucking road. We're eating gr- smashing gross food. Getting stuck on fucking airplanes for hours at a time full of just germs. Eight hours on an airplane. Just living a friggin' diet of crackers and peanuts if we're lucky. If we're so lucky to get blessed with peanuts because they don't even serve you food anymore. Dude, I've been traveling so much that I'm finally getting sick of those fucking Delta cookies. I've eaten so many of those stupid the Delta, Delta, Delta cookies. cookies. So I suggest whatever your life is, you can benefit from multivitamins. Rituals of the multivitamin reimagined. A multivitamin should contain nutrients and forms your body can actually use to help fill the gaps in your diet. No shady extras. Rituals delayed release capsule designs... Design delivers high-quality nutrients, including vitamin D3, in just two daily pills. Get your nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash boyscast to start your ritual today. Now, I'm going to show you this. So this this was sent to me by someone, and this is... 
because uh, I think it's Australia. It's Australia. Yeah. I can tell by, okay. the, by the so, accent. Because they're, they're, they get more and more out of control every day, right? Yeah. And I know we ended up talking about them so much because they're hilarious. So this is the kind of stuff that's going on in Australia. It's basically like a the kind of the Gillette thing yeah. where basically a guy, uh, he's, he's hanging out at a party and a guy comes up to him and he goes, Look at these titties, right? Yeah, but it used to, but these the funny thing is like these started straight up like these commercials. The first ones were like a guy was like drugging and raping a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. they started and they, people are like, "Yeah, I'm going to drug and rape this <laughs> right, woman." Right, they, they were they were putting the pills r- in the drinks. Pills, yeah. pills, pills, and drinks. say something. And, and you're like, and "Yeah, you should." And they'd be like, "You didn't see anything or whatever." And then and then the guys like, "Yeah, I didn't see anything." And you're like, "That's <laughs> yeah. not okay." High fives. Yeah, them. high fives are going, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I didn't see shit, dude. Go after it." <laughs> and then now it's like don't make fun of women for being worse at sports. That's not nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So we'll play it now. Have a look at this. See? They're nowhere near the same standard as the men. Showing women's sports. I could watch them bounce around like that all day, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then it says, next time, do something. Okay, first off, imagine... <laughs> okay, like two scenarios. One scenario, because it's like at a party, right? So it's like, imagine you're at a party... A guy you don't know, <laughs> okay? A guy yeah. you don't know, you show, you go, check it out, and he goes, dude, that's not okay. And you go, okay, never talk to this person ever again, okay? <laughs> you're like, all right, fuck you, man. I don't know. Like, you're, okay, I guess I'm, we haven't, we can't talk. This is, our relationship is over before it started. Right. Like, you're never going to be friends with that guy. You're never going to be like, dude, you know what? You really showed me the light. Or it's your friend, and you're like, what are you talking about? Like, your yeah. friend goes, dude. Or I'll even give them, and this is the thing that these fucking ads refuse to ever uh, understand is like context. I will give you, if I show up to a party and I'm like with my chick and then like some guy you don't know comes over and he's like, dude, look at these fucking stupid bitches. Yeah, totally. You would be like, dude, I don't know you. I don't know you well enough. I've said that in the joke, the guy comes up, it's like, yeah, I'm cheating on my wife. And I was like, dude, I don't think you should be confiding in me. Yeah, you're like at a party, a guy pulls out his phone, he's just hardcore porn. He goes, pretty hot, huh? He goes, what? (laughs) Well, yeah, so a stranger confiding in you in anything is a little, you're just like, we don't. But if if the drinks start flowing and you go... You can't make fun of women's sports. First off, the first line, what does he say? Not as good as the men? Yeah, yeah, he goes. That's objectively true. I don't (laughs) even like, like, you're like, okay, yes. It's like, if you want to point it out to be like, but that is objectively true. Yes. Like, I I get that maybe you're not supposed to point it out. It's mean because we're supposed to treat them like they're special Olympians or something. But it's like. You should do the opposite. You show them the thing and you go, pretty equal to men, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's, you go, this is equal, right? You go, I, well. You go, no, these are equal. And you go, these, um... These ladies are killing it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and then the guy's like, that one's pretty hot. You go, I don't look at women I like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it'd be one thing, like, the, like if that was the guy who's watching Special Olympics, and you go, yeah, not yeah. as good as the men. And huh? you, you don't go, know him? And you don't know him, you're like, dude, that's fucked up. Like, But if it's your buddy, you're kind of like, okay, you're being a fucking dick. Whatever. Like, whatever, edgelord. But, like, but if it's a Special Olympian, you'd be like, okay, that's fucked up. Like, these are, like, you know... People who are like disabled. These are my brothers, Danny would say. <laughs> I, whatever, but they're like disabled people. They're I lost like, my finals. But to in that this guy. scenario, it's just it's just professional athletes who are women. Like they're professional athletes. Yeah. <laughs> like you're watching them on TV. It's not like you're like you didn't go to the fucking park and record them and be like these <laughs> chicks suck, huh? You're like they're getting paid money to do this. 
Well, but even if you go one step further where now we're debating where you go, okay, this is the logistics of you're explaining like how to socialize works with these people and what, you know, what uh, it it all assumes that you're so stupid. You need someone to uh, tell you to understand how to like live by your own boundaries. If okay, now this is the most crazy part about these people. Now switch it around where you go, hey, it's at a party and the girls are looking at like firefighters and the ones like, oh, that those guys are pretty hot, eh? And then should the other girl in that case be in like, not fucking cool, dude. Yeah. They're trying to save the world right now. Yeah, They're out there doing our job. They do not need to be ogled by you. No, we're the fat ones. What, they, what, Where's like the fat old guy who's been at the firehouse for 40 years? Where's he in your <laughs> fucking little thing? That would be the same commercial would be like, how empowered women are. Sure. Like, but again, one of them is like, we're, you're, in your scenario, you're talking about objectifying people's bodies. This is straight up, you're like, eh, they're not as good as the men. You're like, yeah, no, but not the second so. part where he goes, yeah. I can look at those bounce oh, yeah. around. <laughs> Imagine he goes, he goes, what? And then it's just the balls. There's yeah. balls bouncing. But he goes, <laughs> he goes, I can look at those bounce around. Yeah, 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 yeah. The woman? <laughs> no, the soccer ball, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I can look at the bounce. The basketballs bounce around all day. Mesmerizing. Yeah, 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 just how good they're bouncing them around. And then you cut out and you pan out and it's like he's actually talking to a dog. And he goes, I can look at those bounce around. <laughs> but... This like even in Juno, that was a whole scene where the girl was looking at the guy's dicks when they were uh, when they were on the track. Yeah, and then it was like this was a <laughs> fucking feminist hit that you know. Yep. With uh, what's I guess his face, <laughs> Elliot Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually went to the fucking world premiere of that movie. There you go. Toronto International Film Festival. World premiere. But yeah, and in any scenario that you can't, you go. They uh, they can't decide whether men should stop doing it or women should do more of it. That's what all their things are. They go. So, are you saying that like th- just men should stop doing it and me- women should? Because the same publications are often being like, "Ah, yeah, women can be fucking gross pigs as well." Also, you could have framed <laughs> this so much better, being like, "Don't f- sexually objectify." women who are competing in sports i guess in front of a stranger but don't lead with they're not as uh not as good as the men huh <laughs> and then you're like i mean yeah they're not commercial is so funny it's kind of one of those things where when people are arguing I mean, they're that, great athletes don't want to take yeah. that away they're fantastic athletes yeah and some talent right you might say <laughs> talented athletes on the volleyball team but if you're saying that uh kind of like when people are arguing uh, about taxes and this and that, this is such the good argument for, no, these people shouldn't have more of your money. Yeah. Like, no. no, these no. organizations should They're be fucking shut down. It. And you know, the actors on that thing too, the, like, the guys who are the actors are fucking rolling their eyes being like, oh my God. Can you believe we're getting paid? Like we know so many actors. They're like, can you fucking believe they're paying us for this dumb shit? I hope. I don't know if any of our bodies have been involved with one of those. We don't, I don't even see them in Canada. Australia is really like, way ahead of Canada Dude, in that stuff. not cool saying that girl's hot. <laughs> and women's sports are actually better than men if you actually... <laughs> like, but you're like, you're not doing anybody favors because it goes back to the whole like... I think we were talking about this, maybe not on the podcast, but like with the whole like... Or maybe we were on the podcast, but like, the, you know, the trans women and then people were like, you know, trans women are trans women and then they're like, no, trans women are real women, like biological women. And yeah. you're like, well, that I don't believe. And then they're forcing you to believe a thing that you know to be untrue. And that's where you start being like, wait, what's going on here? No, with the women, you're they're forcing you to believe that it's not fun to watch them bounce around all day. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I objectively enjoy watching these bounce around all day yeah. biologically. So First off, I've watched a lot of women's <laughs> sports. 
I have never. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've been to the fucking U.S. Open for, oh, for yeah, tennis, yeah, yeah, for yeah, women. Yeah. It's like, <clears throat> you're never like, oh, man, this is. Like you got to be a like a grade A perm <laughs> to be like going to sports and to like ogling like nah volleyball volleyball is the only one. They're in beach, brown and bikinis. Beach you're, you're saying you're beach better volleyball than that. is the only one. Yeah, yeah, Mister, you know. But again, you're like just you're at the beach already. Oh, just Bill O'Reilly over here. Is I'm just being like no. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm above being a perv. I'm just like <laughs> be a perv at the beach. Right. Like everybody else. You're saying- Throw on your glasses. I get it at basketball and probably- Pull out your camera and just fucking be a perv at the beach. Like volleyball, that's half the thing. It's like, you know, it's a yeah. bunch of hot people, period. You know, and I'm saying that vice versa. I know, I get it. But I'm like, I'm sure that's an element where they're like helping to sell their thing. But like, I don't know. It's like, if you're going to be a perv, just be a perv. Why do you have to bring sports into it? Because you're watching it, okay. but you're right. Well, why are you watching it then? <laughs> why? Why on earth is this why guy? Why are have you his, watching? Why it? does this guy have his phone out, looking at women's like, sports? <laughs> like, what is he gambling? He just, he just googled it just to show you. Yeah, like, what is he gambling on or something? That like, being why said, are you watching it? I will say, you probably showed me a clip where you go, uh, like, the type of the girl couldn't, uh, like, tried to go up and dunk and couldn't or something yeah. like that. No, like the a girl's bloopers. You've never had fun looking at those. Yeah, my favorite my favorite bloopers clip is by far is like when the, they score on the wrong net. The twenty fifteen or something uh, WNBA All Star game. It's the All Stars, the best of the best. They do the tip off, then they it's like fucking Benny Hill. They grab the ball and then they go on the <laughs> wrong like basket, Hill. and they're like, and then everybody's like, they're nobody's sure which basket to be going on. It's the tip off, like, and they don't know, right. and then they go to sh and someone like blocks their own player, and they're like, to not have them score on their own net, and you go, that's funny. If that <laughs> happened in the NBA, that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but if that happened in the NBA, that'd be funny. That just doesn't. Yeah. But it's like when it happens in the WNBA, it's worse because everybody's already shitting on them and then they're like not helping. It's something you'd expect. <laughs> but you're like, if you're into women's sports, you're like, like nobody's into women's sports for the fucking, I mean, maybe some people are, but like, again, like basketball, they're not hot. No. Like, I'm trying to think what sports women are hot at other than volleyball. <laughs> uh, Where you go, they're all hot. No, the, I'd say some tennis was always had like a little yeah, bit of tennis hot has a flair few, in it, but, but like not really track, maybe a little tennis had like Anna Kornikova. They had fucking Jeannie Bouchard. Tennis doesn't have a lot of ones where they're like, oh, that's like a model kind of playing sports. Hockey, they're covered in equipment. I guess lingerie football. That was the one that was the big one. Remember the <laughs> lingerie football league? Well, that's sort of Imagine when they're watching lingerie and you go, I'd like to watch them bounce around. You go, excuse Jesus me? Christ, dude. dude, fucking read the room. Uh, this guy, you do need to read the room of, of, of who you talk to nowadays. It's uh, You got to be careful with everyone, <laughs> which is sort of the same. The next thing I want to talk about, because you probably know more about this than other people, but not other people, but I know that you were paying a lot of attention to this story. But yeah. the UFC today, um, the Raiders coach. Right? What did you say? UFC? Or so no. NFL. Uh, USA Today oh, USA did an article. Yeah, yeah. About oh, Raiders coach resigning for homophobic, misogynist, racist emails. Yes. And so if anyone, uh, you explain kind of if Basi anyone didn't. Just okay, so basically the NFL, because they're like, you know, trying to redo their image, starting with the whole concussion thing and how they were hiding that people were getting like CTE and literally like players were killing themselves. Like Junior Seau, like shot they forever lied but Dude, they found something worse they found something way worse 
way worse. But they're trying to redo their image or whatever because they were the league where like Ray Rice punches his girlfriend in the face and like they suspend him for like a game. You know, like they were that league. And then all the anyway, so they were like, we're going to do a 10 year or I think it was 20 years. Every email that's been ever sent from an at NFL. Anybody who's in the NFL, they go. We're going to go through. Every- that's fucking some scary shit. Oh, they're, dude. they're like, we're going through every email that's sent from again, sent from a work address. I know you. Like- there is a boomer component too, where it's like a lot of these people weren't email guys, and then you know, ten years ago. I mean, think about how long but, ago but, that is. But some of the, like again, these emails were from when it was still okay for a player to punch his wife in the face, yeah, and not get kicked out of the league. No, but also I think so. You're like that should be some context where you go, yeah, he said this when you could punch your wife in the face. <laughs> like right. And like that was a one-game suspension. Yeah, and gay marriage was illegal. Yeah, gay marriage was illegal. You like the, pun- the gay marriage thing, they're like, yeah, it was illegal at the time. Yeah, like Obama and Hillary Clinton were against gay marriage. You could punch your wife in the face in the NFL. Like all this stuff was fine. They, they didn't acknowledge that there was a concussion CTE problem. <laughs> That was from when these emails were sent. So, anyways, they're like, we know we're going to go through. All you got to be real careful with those corporate emails, man. But, but there was no thought of being no, corporate. No, but I th- think, now for sure. I think most people now know that you know that someone could eventually look through these emails. Yeah, like I most th- jobs, you kind of know you got to keep that email. But I think especially at the beginning, there wasn't. It was a little more like there is a saying oh, we're just chatting where they like, say never say anything in an email you wouldn't want in the New York Times. And now it's like actually real life where you go, yeah, your emails are now getting in the New York Times. It is real life. And I've seen a lot of people because you never want to. It's let's hard just, to let's just, pray just debate our, our fucking group chats never get out. <laughs> Imagine like that's the next iteration You're of this is just done. personal group chats. Hey, we're just going to do a bit of an audit on every comedian's group chat. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, I would just kill myself. <laughs> it'd be like a child porn guy finding out that they're doing their coming. It'd be like a child porn guy when they find out that they're going to his house and going through his hard drives. And he just yeah, kills he himself. Kills himself. He goes, all right, that's, that was a good That's one. it. They go, we're going to go through every last group chat you ever had. Just a small formality for this job that you just took. We, and you go, actually, you don't want the job. They go, we've already started. You go, oh, okay. Yeah, Where's the nearest bridge? We're going to be putting these public too, so hopefully it's nothing too bad. Just a there. small formality if you're wanting this. Uh, <laughs> that's such a funny thing to say to someone when you don't want them to have the job. Like, you, you go, your company has to hire someone, but you really don't want to hire them. You go, yeah, just a small formality. Fine, if uh, we need to starting now, if you want to hand me your phone, we're going to go through every group chat you've ever taken. Just a tiny formality. We're just doing a bit of due diligence. You know, just do it. I, mean, I mean, you have nothing to hide. I'm sure what's be the issue unless you've said something racist on you your phone. <laughs> <laughs> but it really is that where, you know, a lot of people, you end up debating what the original points. People are all, well, maybe you shouldn't have said this. I think you should. And you go, what percentage, honestly, of real world people do you think have something that they've said in like uh, email, text, or anything like that where you go, I, I would feel uh, if this went out, I'd be fired? Uh, 40? Probably 60. something like that. I'm honestly trying to think. I don't really get aggressive in email. I don't think I have anything. Like if you went through my Gmail right now, I don't think there'd be anything that I would be like. Nothing where you go, oh, that guy's a fucking loser. Like, like maybe you know, someone loser. did something and you go, ugh, that guy stinks. Maybe, like, maybe like something personal, but nothing like where I'm, I don't think I've ever done. I think if you I don't went, think I've ever done a racism. Emails in, with in us, maybe. Email. I think if you go back 10 years, I think you'd be surprised. Yeah, maybe not a racism thing. But well, the things they said. Well, there's the things. In the messages between two men, Gruden refers to Goodell as a clueless anti-football pussy. Yeah. You never said that anything the, like that? Like, were you, that's well, so that's the, in passing. The funniest go, thing, too, oh, is again you go he called they go he's misogynist this was like again was like (laughs) lower lower on the list of bad things he did apparently or whatever or not apparently but like for me like oh this longtime football guy 
the most macho sport on earth is a misogynist because he <laughs> yeah. called Roger Goodell a pussy, right? And you're like, again, he called him a pussy when you could punch your wife in the face. Right. And he goes, oh, it's, it's like you guys, Ray Rice punched his wife in the face unconscious. And he goes, so Roger Goodell guy is a bit of a pussy, huh? How, <laughs> how, how, many, how did more people not get taken down in this? Well, so here's, here's what I... So basically what happened is... the. Um, so he was talking shit about Roger Goodell, who is the fucking... Yeah, yeah, everyone he, hates Goodell. Uh, he was the, whatever, commissioner of the NFL, and a lot of people hate him. And then uh, a lot of people are saying Goodell was the one who leaked, because these things leaked, right? It was an internal thing. That's, I forgot. So, so they talks, didn't leak anyone else. Goodell fucking... Goodell, you, go, you talk shit about the fucking king, he leaks this stuff, and then he leaked the racist thing where he said something about the guy's got huge lips or whatever, this guy who's like a part of the fucking NFL something or other he goes he's got huge this guy's got the biggest lips or something or whatever and then and then they were like he said look i'm not racist and uh, i apologize i'm you know anybody who knows me knows i'm not racist and it was fine they go okay he apologized it was one thing and then all and then again talking all this shit about goodell so then he releases more stuff a week later being like because i guess maybe he thought the racism thing would get him kicked out of the nfl he thought that was gonna be enough so but, you're you're on the on the tip that this is a Goodell conspiracy for sure. I it sounds like it. I haven't done it, but it just logically Goodell like, seems like such a dweeb. Oh, he's a total dweeb. But again, like I don't know. This can't be the only thing for anybody that came out, right? You, you did. You, six, everyone has six hundred fifty thousand emails, and you're like the and only tons of employees. The only thing that came up was just uh, John call, Gruden one time called called someone a pussy was on the top of the list of things that came out. You everyone know, else must be fucking queer or whatever. It's sort of a put people in their place where it's put people back in line a little bit. Where everyone in the NFL's like, it's almost. Um, more about corruption than it is about, you know, any of this shit where it's kind of like, hey, just so you know, you know, this is what the people do when they get the like, sex tapes or whatever, right? Well, it's, it's like, like just so you know, you do anything. We have fucking 600 fucking... Compromat. It's the fucking... Yeah. Uh, yeah, they got the stuff. They got they got some shit on you to end you. But anyways, I mean, again, it's hard to feel super bad for him. He has a $100 million contract, which is still going to be on. I don't feel super bad for him as much as... Well, I mean, it's... Sucks, but it's just... But I'm, the, my takeaway is not so much about this guy because it's like such a... This has happened so many times in the last little while. It's like people get fired right and left. It's more about just how fucking scary shit is. It is. But also, <laughs> here's the thing is these emails were sent. He wasn't even this guy's part on of the blacklist now. But he wasn't part of the NFL. He was he had been retired from the or not retired. He had been a coach of the NFL. He won a Super Bowl in two thousand two. He wasn't in the NFL. He was like a you know, a report not a reporter, like he was like a personality. He would go on yeah. shows or whatever. So he was talking shit about the commissioner when he was not an employee of the commissioner. Then he became a an employee of the commissioner after the fact they did this thing and then you're like the commissioner is like yeah you talk shit about me you're out like so it's like it's, it's like i didn't work for you at the time yeah. i didn't work for you at the time and again with the whole like ray rice thing but the, I, I, that's what i think is goodell's just like you know what you're talking shit about me i'll show you what power is <laughs> i saw i watched this soccer documentary about it was like the italian soccer I want, that's scandal. the juventus one and, right yeah yeah so basically even that. the because they they show two sides of the thing where the one side is like you know this is ultimate corruption and the other guy is kind of like no this is what people did you fucking that was that's part of the game you call the fucking ref commissioner and you uh force him to give you the refs you want this is yeah. part of the fucking system but it really was they the refs would do the wrong thing and they would be kind of like you're fired and they would set the examples and the refs knew how they had to call it the people would have uh they would I mean, give dude, people that... yellow cards uh they were playing the fucking juventus the next day and they would give the star players cards to kick them out for the yeah, next yeah. game it was like totally corruption 
So, but then it kind of, I mean, you know, even flutters down to the social justice level where everyone gets to, they get to get outraged now. But really, this is more of a corruption situation. They just know that the thing that people care about to fucking get people fired, is, the same reason why Epstein gets people to fuck kids, because he knows that fucking kids or racism is the only thing that can make you lose your job. So mm-hmm. they just know that now they have another, that's their main tool. The only, to thing, get, you the, lose the your only job. thing I'll say with Gruden is I don't think, I, I don't know in the internal stuff, but like, it doesn't sound like good was looking for a reason to fire him he just saw these emails and he's like this guy's talking shit about me and he's like well i'll show him but like you know the nba remember the guy who who fucking got arrested for and went to jail and the nba ref donahy for he was uh like basically fixing games in the nba he was a ref and he was like owed all this money to the mob and he was he was fixing games for the mob in the nba he did this podcast recently the series and he talks about how like you know the nba would straight up be like you know you like the nba all sports leagues, like they're just entertainment. They're a business. Like as much as you think they're these like sacred things, they're straight up just like businesses. That commissioner is the you know the head of this business, and they would straight up be like you know when Michael Jordan plays these stars, you like you you the refs are meant to like give these guys treatment because you're like you don't do better for the league by having these guys sitting on the bench. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't have as many highlights. Like, the game, everybody benefits when Michael Jordan is on the court fucking winning championships. Like, that's good for everybody. So, and they, you know, they would make that known. Be like, you know, you don't... Like, if a player is known to... A star player is known to, like, you know, have some sort of trick and then they start calling him on that as, like, a... you know, foul or whatever, they'll be like, okay, we're not going to call this foul this year. Like, they do that every year. They go, we're not calling this as much. We're going to call this more. Because it's still, like, at the end of the day, just, like, it's a ratings thing. Yeah, it is very corrupt, all of them. But, yeah, the Gruden, the Gruden thing is weird. There's got to be a lot of people who are sweating, though, if that's That's what, what I'm saying. Yeah, there must be. You really, if you're starting now, again... I- I, I don't I you can't even really go delete them because they're in everyone else's inbox. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. He couldn't. You delete cannot. Them. You got any work email correspondence? I really do think you have to live by that though, and you wouldn't want it in the New York Times because it will yeah. be. Yeah, agreed. And and but ten it's probably years ago, too nobody, late for everyone. Mostly it though. is because nobody <laughs> thought that. Dude, 10 you know years how many ago. people? I mean, I'll even get from family members. Where they send me like some funny thing making fun of something. You know what I mean? Yeah. From the work email where you go. That that's enough right there. Yeah, like whatever, oh. right? Yeah, for the sure. equivalent of that. Some Someone me- sent some you from meme. their work email a meme of uh, girls uh, puppies bouncing. <laughs> yeah, like a a gif or whatever, just puppies bouncing. You go oh. any internal audit. Yeah, yeah, shit. But again, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's it. Sucks for fucking him, but. Take a second here to talk about our sponsor, Keeps, and we got some friends who've been taking it. This is now. I even I'll just say this. If you are starting to lose your hair and you're not going to get on something like this, they solved it. It's like they ha- it's there for you. They've solved certain problems that men had and losing your hair is one of them. So if it just started, you started going bald, you're losing a bit, you're in the fucking late you know, 20s or 30s, you're losing it a bit, you want to get on this. Keeps, more than, one, more than 50 million men suffer from male patterns. So Keeps is a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultations and medical and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. So you don't have to leave your home. Comes in a, you know, the, the case so no one knows what it is. D- Discreet, <laughs> low cost treatments start at ten bucks per month, and they offer the generic version. So this is one of the uh, cheaper versions out there. So I recommend you get on Keeps. 
tons of good reviews from lots of people and it takes uh, some time to start working. So you want to get on this ASAP. If you're ready to take action or prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash boyscast to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash boyscast to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash boyscast. Now, this uh, this kind of relates to some degree back to uh, when we're talking about everyone getting fired from everything. And, you know, I guess... Even with the Chappelle stuff, it's like the sensitive thing. And, you know, half the country's like, no, this stuff's good. And half the country's, this is bad. I just thought, we have a good uh, article. And some people have been posting this, but this is where it leads to. Mail workers allowed in Baldwin unsettling residents. So this is a basically a college. And they have a, all, only girls and trans people are allowed in, right? And yeah, and the residents or whatever. And then a mail worker had to be in there. And then it's, you know, a term. Tur- uh, well, it's because he was a cis male worker. <laughs> cis male worker. It's terrible. Absolutely bad. And the thing, too, is like, they're like, yeah, it's getting cold. We need to put radiators in. So it's like, it's yeah. not like they're just like, hey, we're dicking around. They're like, look, you're going to freeze. <laughs> so we need to put radiators in. So when you see people say that, you know, people in college are too soft or whatever, and there's like, there's a legitimate breakdown and people are writing articles right and left because a guy had to be in the building. Because a maintenance man had to come <laughs> in to maintain the building. And this person wrote a fucking article. And they're literally like, having. why is it a man? And this is in the paper, the school paper, Baldwin. They go, Residents of Baldwin College received an email from Josh Matos, the area coordinator of for multicultural and identity-based communities. Sounds so, like a fucking fun... It, it sounds fun. like it's just identity-based, too. I don't know why it's multicultural, because you just have to be a girl, but they're just like... But also, we're like... It's good to be... I don't like... Yeah, yeah. They want, they the want, ba- they what does it have to do with race? They don't they want just, it to be all white people. Right, but... Well, I guess... It, yeah, so you're allowed to not be white, just so that's more, what makes it multicultural. Just more pats on the back. <laughs> yeah. And so... There is also, uh, this is when they added the more things. Did you hear what happened with the Boston Pride Parade? No. So this happened in Toronto as well, but the Pride the Parade. Yeah. So that was a big component of it, but it's just kind of like how all these intersectional uh, frameworks always have to break down. But basically in Toronto, they were sort of saying that they shouldn't be, they should be giving the money that they raise to different charities and they can't have cops there and just all sorts of different demands, right? Then they were like, there's too many white gays on the board. We need like, uh, you know, multicultural gays. Multi- yeah, yeah, multicultural gays. <laughs> no, no more. gays. Too many white queers, they said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually, this went on. It's going on in every parade, right? And this is basically Chappelle's special versus the bloggers happening in real life, right? And the, the spoiler alert: the the race is winning over gays. Yeah. So basically, uh, the Boston Pride Parade just decided the best thing to do because they're like, our, our institution is riddled with like white supremacy from like the too many of the white gays that are in charge. So they just shut the parade down. Just, they go, no, no more parade. No more parade ever. It's win for the gays. <laughs> yeah, win for intersectionality. <laughs> Yeah, so, well, I went through a bunch of different things, and they made so many people step down. And basically and just like, yeah, they're and they're like going to start a new parade. That's dismantling just like, it. And just the whole. Well, basically, the gay bride parade is just going to be like a Black Lives Matter march. It's <laughs> good. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But, so this is kind of what's, I guess, what this the kind of stuff that's happening at this place, right? It started out as like this is a girls only thing, and then now they're like, well, shouldn't it just be like a 
how does that help our part the other parts yeah. of the intersection it's basically the, yeah their their whole like res residence thing is all like these they have certain floors where they're like no cis men allowed like that's right. the whole thing it's just like everything but cis men I'm sure that fucking some of those ladies be sneaking dudes in though. Yeah, they'd be sneaking. Dude, when I was kicked out of residence, uh, which at and university, I got kicked out pretty quickly. And uh, did you live in your car? I lived in my car for a while. <laughs> so I, I snuck back into the residence, and I was at some chick's house or her room or whatever. And then a beat got around that someone the uh, one of the front desk saw me because I was fairly notorious. At or the they time. heard you because you're the fucking <laughs> loudest motherfucker on earth. Yeah, but they, they, how would they know who I was? Like, you know what I mean? You'd have to you have to be on in the know that this is guys that no allow in, right? Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I was in this girl's apartment or her her res room, and then the police knocked at the door, and I hid in the closet. And then uh, they go to the door. They go, "Hey, we have worry that you have Ryan Long in the building." <laughs> <It's> <laughs> fucking police there. So basically, they go. And then she goes, no, I haven't seen him. And then the police go, we know that he's in here and we're going to search around. So if you don't tell us right now, the blah, blah. And then she looked over to where I was standing in the closet and she was like, I don't know what to do. So I just came out. I go, all right, let's go. So I, <laughs> and then they fucking, they bring me in the cop car. What took you so long, boys? <laughs> <laughs> it really was that. Yeah. And they bring me down to the station and they fucking did the, whatever they do. They print you. They give me they give me a trespassing ticket for 160 and they're like, all right, well, you're even more banned. <laughs> Not only are you banned, you're more banned. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they can really do. They just kept giving me trespassing tickets. Kind of. <laughs> so was and you're like, what happens if I don't pay this? And you're like, well, you don't. Won't give your diploma, and you go, eh, it's fine. Yeah, I'm here for fucking. I'm here to crush this, dude. <laughs> I, I do not give a shit about this diploma. <laughs> anyway, they fucking that that kind of stuff kept happening to me. I was like, they would always just bring me down to the station and give me a trespassing ticket for being <laughs> on the residence. Yeah, you get in there. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey, boys. Hey, boys. Hey, well, yeah. hey go. What was her name this time? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ryan. Let me smell your fingers. You go. You know it. <laughs> a real boys club <laughs> we're just doing our job you're doing your job <laughs> yeah it was getting to the point where it was a whole thing that i had to explain to girls like he just meet a chick and it would be like oh well, we'll go back to your place now i'm living in my car but we may go back to your place she goes okay we go back to my place okay so i one thing is that it's like basically you're harboring a fugitive yeah, 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 yeah. i gotta come in <laughs> we have to we have to go through a different door and also yeah, if you yeah. get caught you're gonna be in trouble <laughs> this is a high risk but it's not it was this harder time for me to, to say it was i was a harder sell than yeah, just was, uh... guys are like oh you know i uh, had no luck uh picking up a girl tonight you go you don't even really want to do. Do you know what I'm dealing with to pick up a girl? I have to convince. Wait, her. were you banned from every residence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, first I got Just banned from, from the south. south. Then I got banned from all the residences. I was gonna say there's lots of residences. No, no, I was banned from all of them. Mm. <laughs> I got banned from. And, and it really was one of those things. It's funny too because the south one was like a prison, so you were breaking into a prison. Yeah, it was a old like prison, the, the whole thing. Everybody yeah. goes, "This was designed by yeah, a guy the who de- prison." Did you live in South? No, I lived in no. uh, Lenox. Abbey, but that so. that residence was designed like a prison. Yeah, that was like it really was this weird potty prison thing yeah i knew the design of it ins and outs because i was yeah. on the layout <laughs> yeah, yeah ryan was like fucking car using the duct system and shit <laughs> he goes if you follow this to here he goes that'll spit you out in the fucking outside. if i was trying to smash a girl and crawl through the ducts i actually did know which it was it was big when you got a girl on the first floor because you know you could go in the window <laughs> 
No, no, I'd have inside men though if I was trying to get on the second floor. I'd have an inside man that would let me in his fucking. They'd like do a window. distraction for the fucking guards. <laughs> I'd be like. They'd like do like coming with their tray and just do like a big spill. Oh, oh and they're helping you clean up. You sneak by. It was a nine boy job to get me in there for some sniz. It's like Ocean's Eleven. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a weird little fucking run. And then, you're just fucking going around Guelph with like a repelling hook. You know, and the worst was when I would like I would do something like that, try to go to a girl's house, and then the cops would bring me in, and then basically go back to the res, and then I was sleeping in my car like on a weird parking lot of the res, and then the you know sometimes the the, the security guys would be like Ryan, you're not allowed to be here either, and then I'd go park some <laughs> weird parking lot and sleep in my car, and it was just really like a yeah. this is insane like <laughs> life that I'm living right now. Yeah. <laughs> We go, all right, back to the bar to try to find an off-campus. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! Yeah, but um, so anyways, uh, my point of the matter was, I bet you some of these girls snuck some dudes. <laughs> yes. Non-binary dudes. There you go. I'm reaching out. Uh, this is the email that they got that drew some concern. I'm reaching out to give you an update of the Radiator Project, Maddos wrote. Starting tomorrow, Friday, 10-8, the contractors will be entering rooms between 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. to install radiators. And so this is the start of the confusion. I don't know if you read this part, but there was allegedly, they also said in the email that it's mandatory that all the maintenance uh, men will be honking titties on the <laughs> Standard They're all doing cup checks. <laughs> Just so you know, cup checks. Every maintenance man will be giving everybody on the floor a cup check. So be prepared for that. We recommend you wear your cup. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Cup checks, yeah. So I, I do get why they were sort of upset about it because yeah, the guys all they said a team of nine <laughs> maintenance men are coming through and they're doing cup checks on everyone. Look, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that person said I grew concerned reading the second line, which informed me that I had less than twenty four hours to prepare for the arrival of the installation crew, and I was further perturbed by the ambiguous for a period of time. Which is apparently, again, why they're mad is because they knew if a couple guys were coming through, they wanted to get their hair did, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, find a nice outfit. Know, they look good for the fucking <laughs> maintenance guys. It's so funny how they little... They wanted to be like, look presentable. How little life experience people like this have where they go, yeah. They're like, why is this ambiguous time period? It's like, have you never had an appointment for anything? <laughs> You're like, what do you yeah. mean? Like, they give you a range of times and they go, we'll be there. Because they're doing 45. Yeah, and they go, today. we'll be there around like in this slot. It's Which like, does suck, but that's the nature of Game, yeah, but it's yeah. like if you ever had internet and anything, anytime you need a maintenance person, they're not like, oh, it'll be there a 10 10 on the nose. They're like, they give you a fucking window. Landlord that I'm dealing with right now, he does, they, they're fucking on their own. They're, they'll give you a, a, a day of week that they're, they, they, they can't even give you a day of week that they're coming. They yeah, go, yeah, we'll come in sometime in November. And the guy shows up at fucking 1 a.m. to fix the door and then he just dicks with it a bit. And I go, listen, it's $200. I've already spent more on a bunch of different things. Buy a new door. Yeah. Blah, blah. And then the guy know. goes, I think we could fix this one. And then I have to call him the next day and be like, yeah, didn't, didn't work. So, yeah. So I'm, I, to be yes, honest, got some door problems yeah we got we got door problems so they said in general i'm very adverse to people entering my personal space the anxiety was compounded by the fact that the crew would be strangers and they were more likely to be cisgendered men so again do you think this person's autistic they don't like unwelcome visitors 
Well, yeah, but it is also just what, <laughs> yeah, they don't want autistic, unwanted visitors. Exactly. Yes. Autistic. But it is one of those things where this person that's going to college, you're just like, I don't know why you're bothering going to college because you getting a job is almost going to be impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is one of those, like, this is one of those, Oberlin, I think, is one of those, like, super progressive, like, liberal what arts they college. Get, they, should, they should have, they should, uh, which they probably do. Someone should be put together stats at like fucking Baldwin versus some other college oh. that they're just normal of like employment. You go, yeah, yeah. It turns out that every one of these people who, is, it, you know, had to prepare for a month in order for someone to fix their radiator. Yeah, it turns out the employment <laughs> rate like isn't actually yeah, that high. Yeah, they don't high. do well in the real world workplace, unfortunately. Yeah, so what do they want to do? You go, I guess you stay in academia forever or you don't, right? Yeah. You yeah. go, you stay in academia and you start a board, you make a job for yourself where you go, you're the radiator. Uh, yeah, you got the radiator, the cis radiator person. You're No, you're the radiator, uh, like, schedule person to make sure this never happens again mm -hmm. so that's what happens like something bothers them and then they start a committee and then they get to be in charge of the committee and that's how this stuff you know compounds <laughs> by the way i'm absolutely disgusted that they could not find female radiator installers well that's the thing they need more female radiator installers. that's that's the real issue is like where are they I guess it's because it's more of like a but that because that could be like either at Baldwin College. Well, that at could the, be at the residence that no men are allowed. They are in a radiator apprenticeship I school. Guess that's a, but butch lesbians, I feel like that would be a good butch lesbian thing. But then I guess they're all working at coffee shops. Yeah. So they don't, there's no butch lesbians. Do you think that radiators. at uh, like a lesbian uh, strip club, the girls are normal or do they have lesbian strip clubs where the girls come out as butch lesbians and they have like the tool belt and all that sort of stuff, <laughs> hard hat on. And the, instead of, you know what I mean? Instead of I dressing think you up. just invented something. I don't think that's. <laughs> I don't think there's a butch lesbian. They they come out and they have a tool belt on. Maybe man. the new like like you know how like Playboy had mm. strip Oil clubs? workers outfit. Like Playboy had strip clubs yeah. and stuff. Maybe at the Playboy club now it's like a trans, That's what it is. Trans yeah. guy, trans woman, just a gay guy, a butch lesbian. And also Drinks are four hundred dollars. Drinks are just yeah, really yeah, yeah. miserable experience. <laughs> Not a, a good experience. <laughs> The next day, I waited apprehensively. The workers began installing in common spaces, and I could see immediately that they were all men. So this must have been. But you go, this is the other thing where it's, this is such an easy problem to solve. Imagine having this be your daughter, and she's calling you, being like, so how's school? And be like, actually fucking terrible. Literally in tears. Yeah. You know those installers, too, are like, hey, was everybody on your floor crying, too? <laughs> Yeah, they all were crying. But yeah, you don't. By don't. the way, these are the same type of people who would freely call people snowflakes. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know they're calling everybody who disagrees. They with like snowflakes. snowflakes now. Back, calling they, them back, and you're like, you were crying when someone installed the radiator. They've definitely the the fucking like uh, justice people have definitely adopted calling yeah. everyone else snowflakes. Like Keith Olbermann that they were I watching. Know, I know. Keith Olbermann comes out. He goes, "You people who aren't going to get vaccinated. You know the reason why? Because you're afraid. You're <laughs> yeah. afraid. You're afraid." And it's like Danny pointed this out. But you go, "This guy is." Three masks on. He's triple vaxxed on his balcony. <laughs> his balcony overlooking <laughs> and Central you're Park. and you're afraid. Yeah, <laughs> you got you're wearing fucking three masks inside of your fucking balcony on a sky rise, and you've been vaxxed three times. Like, and they're afraid. Yeah, they're afraid. <laughs> it's like very afraid. So crazy. These people. They're, Keith, that Keith Olbermann guy. I was more just thinking like. Yeah, me, people in the media are fucking losers. Yeah, he's not even in the media. He kind of got fired. He was, got he of was like and then he got fired. Guy, right? Yeah, he was, he was the ESPN guy, and then he got fired. I can't remember what he got fired for. Yeah, he I got, got fired. fired for something. But I mean, he's like a he's like a in the media commentator. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. But those that that like that fucking 
you know that class of people that sort of is the like the bishops of of uh, all the opinion you're supposed to think. Yeah, they're just there to sort of uh, uh, support the old guard. Oh, absolutely. Which really is uh, the old guard's policy now is like we don't like the old guard, but really that is they are the old totally. guard. Yeah, the, that, those guys are all such fucking dweebs. Oh, big time. Oh, big time. Yeah. But yeah, you go just take the day off. If there, if you go, listen, I have the biggest problem in the world. Your daughter's calling. And she goes, I have a problem bigger than anything. You go, what happened? Did you are you dropping out of school? Like, and you go, no, they're stalling my radiator, and it's any time tomorrow. And you go, okay, well maybe go to go the to library. library. Yeah, and go study to the library. Tomorrow. And she goes, I can't go to the library because uh, it's not a safe space. There's gonna be men in the library. <laughs> and you go. Okay, well, maybe go to one of your friends' rooms and be like, well, they you're might go there. Yeah, they're you're like, okay, well, if they come there. to install there, then maybe go there. And they go, I can't do that either. And you go, I guess die. <laughs> they These people probably think they're like Anne Frank. They're like waiting in the fucking <laughs> attic being like, they're here. <laughs> shh, shh, they're here. Don't move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they go, predicting when they'd reach my room was pure guesswork. So I must have stressed her out. <laughs> yeah, it was for them too. They don't even know. When it, the insistent knock, like, yeah, it's in a horror movie where yeah, he's like, you hear it's him literally two doors a horror. over. It's oh my God. <laughs> I'm so scared. He's coming. You hear someone else, maintenance man, and you go, <laughs> they're here. What happened? Are they going to kill us? They're going to be in our space. When the insistent knock eventually came, <laughs> she does talk about it like it's horrible. Yeah. When the insistent knock eventually came, I scrambled to get my mask on. I don't like that she didn't have her mask on, even <laughs> she by herself. Whoa. And repeatedly shouted, coming through the door, repeatedly. I asked meekly if I could not have a radiator installed in my dorm. <laughs> yeah, the guy's like, yeah, so freeze then. What do I care? <laughs> what the fuck does he care? Yeah, he goes, yeah, sure. I'm still going to bill them for installing well, no, it. No, they got apparently the radiator said no because he goes, yeah, I know I was paid by the school to install a radio in your room, so we're going to have to do the radio. And she goes, but hey, worth a shot. And then yeah. she goes on to say what a terrible experience it was. But they are like, this is the same person. You want to talk about they're the same person that called the snowflakes. You know what? They really would be the same person to call someone a Karen. And you go, they'll call everything. Every, like, this is like, how is this person supposed to get through life in any way? You're like, because the thing is, okay, so say they, the guy goes, hey, I don't want you, to, can you just not install the thing? He goes, yeah, sure, whatever. And then it gets cold. <laughs> yeah. And then this person is like, this school is freezing out all the trans and non binary people on this floor. How are you, they doing it? You go, how are they doing it? He goes, well, because they won't give us radiators. And they're like, well, we tried to install a radiator. Oh, yeah, 100%. They go, we tried to install a radiator. You wouldn't let us in because you were too scared. Oh, uh, you should have. She, her, her big thing is they should have installed them in the summer. It was like, okay, yeah, they didn't. They're like, Sorry. there's some administrator who has a list of shit to do, and they go, it's getting cold. They go, okay, we got to get the fucking radio. I'll tell you thing. what, if I did a radio thing, and you go, this is always an inconvenience. You go, someone says, hey, someone's going to have to come all day tomorrow and install a radio. We can't. You go, that's annoying. You go, what am I going to do about it? I'll tell you what I'm not going to do about it. Write an article. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, fucking. Uh, she probably cried herself to sleep. Her therapist probably too was like she was explaining this whole thing, and her therapist is like has to pretend like. Oh she's my helping god! Yeah, like, wow, you're fucking cooked. Therapy must be so annoying to have one of these fucking people. I mean, I, but really, I, honestly, it's actually probably good to get one of these people because you're just like I, when that person walks in and they go. I uh, I had to, I might be quitting school because they are putting a radiator in my room. You go, you're you're just like chuching. Yeah. You, you just pull out your uh, Jew finance rock yeah, out, of yeah. your, <laughs> out of your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> the universe 
The universe is working. Buying a boat. <laughs> yeah, you look at it and you go, now your parents, do they have money? Yes, my stupid white dad is rich and blah, blah, blah. And you go, you go, honey, I think we can do that vacation. Yeah. <laughs> We're fucking buying a boat. <laughs> oh, shit. That's okay. so great. Yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know. This has been The Boys Cast. Make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Subscribe at patreon.com slash theboyscast. This week, we got a bunch more stuff to talk about. So always a bonus episode every week. Sorry again to the people in Dallas. This is sorry. Apologies. We apologize. The worst comedy club owners in the world and the worst. The so worst. This is something we apologize for and appreciate everyone. It's been good and to Canadian stories. We're not saying sorry. We're saying sorry. Had a great time in Austin and talked to a lot of the dogs. Yes. Awesome. Hey. Bye. Bye.